Welcome to the first episode of The Cruelest Month, The Coward George Azarote. The Cruelest Month is a binaural podcast. For the full 3D effect, we strongly recommend headphones. Enjoy the episode. through the door. Mary will bring him in as she does. An outrage. An absolute travesty. Can you wait, Louis? The country cannot wait. The fate of our brothers cannot wait. Therefore, I cannot wait. I have a coupe that needs to be repaired. What the hell with your carriages? Do you even get more than one a week to work on anymore? Business has been better. Better? It has been a hard time. Your business... All of ours has been sliding into the muck of this war for too long. The preservation of our livelihoods, of our way of life, is on the line. Tonight was supposed to be the night, and now, where is he? You are angrier than John. What? What if he's been captured? Did they find out? Is that what happened? I do not think so. You are sure? There is no police here. Perhaps they are lying in wait. In wait of... Of us to leave. You plan to live here now? It's the second time. He will be here. The second time one of John's plans has gone off the rails. Lewis has a point, George. John will answer for what happened when he gets here. I ask again. Should we flee? When my family escaped Prussia, the men with guns did not make us wait. They were at our heels as we got onto the boat. You think only of yourself, George. I should take comfort that if you are not running for Maryland, that it is most likely a good sign for my own safety. My legs are not what they used to be. Because of the drink. No. The drink is what keeps them moving. Damn him! John! Finally. See? Shut up, George. Damn that devil back to hell! He was within our grasp! Yet we do not have him. Again! Are we discovered? No. You are certain? Ah, we are safe. And so is that... Tyrant! Was there wind of the plot? No! Then what happened? I... I believe he simply changed his itinerary. He changed his... His... his route. His itinerary! And there was no word of this change? Obviously not. David, for God's sake, or else I would have that traitor by his scruff this very instant. I cannot believe we have been foiled by simple chance. Better than by a demon. Shut up, George! Honestly, with your accent, you sound so sinister it makes my skin crawl. Your voice makes me need whiskey. Enough! We cannot change the course of this country if we let our differences divide us. you assured us. This is the second time that this has happened. We postponed in January. Tonight, there was another obstacle in our way. This is the second time, John. Are you truly committed? How dare you? We have spent thousands of dollars on this. I am aware of the debt amassed. 
financially and spiritually. For my soul is in agony this night. That we could not carry out God's will. We are running out of time, John. General Lee... Is on the run. He has not yet been stopped. My sources tell of another major offensive planned. The army is marching to the capital within weeks. Richmond will not fall. If it does, though... It will not fall. But if it does... Tonight was his blind luck. Tonight was our resolve being tested. We will not have another chance because of you. Because of your bungling to be forewarned about a simple schedule change. John, you brought us together. What is left for us to do now? There are Confederate spies within his own government. Stanton knows this. Ever since the amendment passed, Lincoln has been more heavily guarded, has gone out less. I agree with Lewis. The window of opportunity to save our nation is closing. Tonight, perhaps, it's shut on us for good. It is either heaven or hell for you both. Have you never heard of purgatory? You cannot be glib. I'm Prussian. I can only be glib or angry. That is why I drink. But John... You have led us twice on the most dangerous promises of our lives. And two times now, you failed us. I want Lincoln gone. I want to save my freedom, our freedoms. I'm prepared for the risks. But I will not be made a fool of again. George, you are poor because you have no means to pull yourself up. This, this American dream... Is nothing more than union propaganda from King Abraham. You are poor because of his warmongering. You are poor because he has squeezed the pockets of every citizen dry with his taxes. You cannot save because you have not the freedom to do anything for yourself. We live to starve and we starve to survive. And what must we survive for? For four million Negroes, to come up here and take your carriage repair business away from you? We survive to support a tyrant, to take away the rights of the states to govern themselves, to shackle our freedoms? Hundreds of thousands of men and boys have bled and died, and I will do no less. I will see his blood as the final bloodshed in this war. And though tonight we have been thwarted by what forces I do not know, we will find our opening and we will strike with the righteous sword of God. How can we get at the king? And when? 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 I believe the theater... The theater? ...is still our best option. We tried that in January. Is why next time we will succeed. George, can you believe this? I am not a planner. And it appears John is not a master planner. Fool me once, shame on you. Fool me twice, shame on me. What does three times make us? It is still the best access we'd have to him. He goes there to relax. He goes there to forget for a few hours the carnage he's causing. There. With his guard down, with so many exits and entrances, we can grab him. Is there no other way? I... I do not believe there is a better way. When will he even go to the theater next? How would we know? 
I will speak with my contacts. Always speaking with your contacts. Twice you have planned this coup, and twice we have failed on your plans. If you think you can do better... What makes you so certain we can succeed a third time? Because if we fail, so falls the nation. We have to succeed. I will go now. I have a coup to fix. But... You cannot convince me, John, that following you is not the way of a fool. George! Will someone point me towards my shop? You will regret this. I regret much. I will drink accordingly. We cannot lose you, George. I am not lost to the cause of righteousness and freedom. I am simply at a loss in this room with you. Gute Nacht und viel Glück für euch drei. You cannot be serious. We cannot let him simply leave. It has been a difficult night. Let him go home. Let him be drunk. Let him sleep. We cannot afford to be down another man. Even if it is a drunk whose words can barely be understood half the time. His hands are still steady. His aim is good with a pistol. And he has no family in which to hold him back. And he can be led to wherever we need him to be. I will bring him back. You are certain? No man can deny his destiny. And mark my words, his destiny and ours will be entwined for all history. You make great speeches, John. But what actions will you take? Uh, What is your plan? I don't know. No? Then you give us no reason for any of us to follow. And that tyrant on Pennsylvania Avenue will reign. And we will all hang. Come in. I have services to sell. Please have money to spend. Hello, George. John, you should not be here. It's time, George. No. General Lee needs us. Too loud. We must act if there is to be hope. Too loud. Time is running out to rally the Confederacy behind us. Too loud. Speak quiet. Ears are open. Everyone hears. Speak quiet. We need you, George. I cannot help you. I need you. Take up with Lewis, that is all. No. I need you to drive him to the Kirkwood house. The Kirkwood house? Yes, you just had to wait outside. King Abe is going to the Kirkwood house. No. He will be going to Ford's Theater. The vice president will be going to the Kirkwood house. Thank God. Both of them. And Secretary Seward. All three. All three. If we can kidnap all three, we will cripple this nation. The Confederacy will see the frailty and weakness in their way. The Union will be in chaos, crippled. But 
General Lee. General Lee is a master strategist. Do not believe the papers of his surrender. If he sees an opportunity, if his men see hope, if we can give that to him and save thousands of lives, how can we do anything less? It sounds crazy. Three weak men who believe they have power because of the fear they command? They cannot demand us to kneel. They will not force us to bow. They are three men. And when it is over, we will be marched to Jefferson Davis and we will be rewarded for our patriotism. Rewarded. We will have protected our way of life. We will have shown these sheep that the big-nosed wolf has no teeth. This is your plan? It is. I cannot do this, then. What do you believe in, George? I believe in freedom. As do I. Yeah. That if we work hard, we should be able to buy what we want. I do not want people given my shop, my life. My family came here for better. And what I have is not better. And what I have, I must not lose. And King Abe is close, George. So close to giving away any chance you'll ever have. Of having more for your business. A better room to call your own. And the luxury of not having to work yourself to death. You do not need to merely survive, George. My family came here to be free. We came knowing we would be hated. For our accent. Because we were not native. And what has this man, his right hand, or his sycophants like Seward, done for you? They have robbed me. They have beaten you. I want to do more than just get by. This is your chance. Any patriot can change the course of history, George. You say that, but how... No. You... It was huh? the will of patriots that freed us from the British. We freed ourselves from a king who no longer represented the will of his people. Lincoln's will is to free slaves, to force everyone to live according to his vision, his beliefs, not the ways of God, not the ways of Maryland for Maryland. Do you want some politician dictating your way of life? I want my life to be mine. And... I would stop any man that tried to force me from my home. And when four million darkies come here, that is what will happen. When we are told by a government on a hill, rather than the men in our own neighborhoods, how we're supposed to live, where we're supposed to live. I will not go back to Prussia. I will not go back, John. My contacts in Virginia tell me that the soldiers... They want to fight. They just need to believe. We can be the ones to give them that belief. You can be a hero, George. I cannot follow another one of your plans, John. No. But How can you be so certain? When you have failed twice. When all of our necks are at risk. I want more than I have. But I have no want to be hanged, John. Not once, but twice. I have followed you, and nothing has happened. 
I want them dead as much as you. But you speak as though you do not doubt. Do you believe in this plan? Just stay with Lewis. Lewis will be the one to go in and grab the vice president. You just have to stay outside, keep watch, and get him to the safe house. Are you not scared, John? Scared? Yeah. If you are as certain as you sound, then I must think you are mad and stupid. Of course I'm scared. Of course, George. I... I thought I could lead us all, and two times now, all I've done is make damn fools of us. Meanwhile, the South is on the brink of surrendering, and all hope is at the precipice? Yes, I have failed you. Yes, I am terrified we will fail again. But, George, I am certain of one thing. I need you. David, Lewis, me, Mary, they respect you. No, they tolerate me. You are steadfast and resolute. You do not shrink when the decision has to be made. And without you, George, I do not think they will follow this plan. I have no reason to believe there is anyone else who will do what needs to be done to save the soul of our country. I feel better knowing you are not as insane as I feared, John. George, this moment is yours. This moment, right now. Will you recommit to us? To make history. To do the right thing. And end the war. Will you help me, George? Will you be my strength and see us through this? You need me. David and Lewis understand what's at stake from their idealism. You, better than me even, understand the terror that awaits if we fail. You who have fled death. You, I cannot do this without you. They cannot. You carry the way to death with you, George. Of refuge from persecution. None of us have your strength. I do not have your strength. Give me yours now and we can change the world. Oh, John. You are a star with speeches. But when the time comes for you to act, will my strength be enough? He will be here. The play begins in two hours. Theater never starts on time, David. But there will be no change in routes. The president's health is fine. He looks forward to attending our American cousin. My contacts at Ford's are ready for me. And within three hours, we will have given hope back to the Confederacy. We will have set the course to end the war. Prussians never arrive on time either. He'll be here, David. Are you ready, John? Of course. Your pistol is fully loaded? What about your part? I shall concern myself with mine. If George doesn't come... He will be here. We cannot do this with just us three. The game is not afoot. I give you my word, George will come. You two, though? You are ready, Lewis? Oh, yes. Aye. To God's glory, I am ready for this task at hand. My blade is sharp. 
My pistol loaded. Seward will be silenced before he can pray for forgiveness for all the bloodshed he's enabled. And the route to safety? I know it like the Lord's Prayer. And I know to follow David. Are you ready with your part, John? We are all at the ready. All but George. He will be here. George believes in the cause. Better than that. He believes in the cause of himself. A man's self-preservation is a powerful reason to pull the trigger. It's what soldiers do in every battle. But George refused to enlist. As did both of you. And you, John. I was there when John Brown hanged in my uniform. Your militia uniform. I was there. I've borne witness to a moment of this magnitude, so both of you can be silent. Your nerves about George and this night... What of your nerves, John? Are you sure you're up to the task? Fine. I'm fine. It's just, this bickering does not benefit any of us. I'd capture them all if I could, but I cannot be in three places at once. He will be here. Meine Freunde. <sighs> George. George. I am ready. Excellent, but there has been a change of plans. Change? Hmm? Uh, David will be going with Lewis now to Seward. Who will go to Kirkwood House with me? No one. You're a big fellow, George. And by all accounts, there will be less protection for the vice president. You have the easier job, I promise. I must go alone? Yes, but we have arms for you. I can do this. Still, I worry. How do you mean? If we kidnap them, it is a lot of risk. We must carry them as they struggle. There's greater chance of us being captured, of being discovered. What are you suggesting? We killed them. It sends a stronger message. Are you mad? We are all taking pistols loaded anyway. Why not use them? Why not end the war in three shots? Have you ever killed anyone, George? This is what is necessary. For the cause. For freedom. You are suggesting... Makes sense to me. Lewis? George may be Prussian, but he's right. If we're captured for kidnapping, the punishment would be no worse than if we simply took their lives. Kill them all. Death to tyrants. Now that General Lee has surrendered, the Confederacy needs a miracle now. We can give them three miracles, then. We will kill the top three tyrants of the Union. We will cripple this country with three shots. Three shots, John. And we will be on our way to Maryland, then Virginia, where we will take our place with the heroes of the Confederacy. George, you are sure about this? We are all sure, John. John, you will not fail. What say you, John? You can be the man that killed King Abe as your greatest performance at Ford's Theater. You can do this, John. I give you my word. And God will keep your hand steady if you ask for his strength. You three are the bravest men I know. What you have proposed here tonight is... Decisive. The end. Victory. I... I will not fail you. I will kill the vice president. I will. John, yours is the most important. You look scared. 
fear does not make one a coward. It makes us alert. That is good. But to overcome fear, that is our power. That is the power of every soldier that has been slain needlessly for four years. That is the power all of us in this room possess. It is decided. Lewis, David, you two will kill Seward. George, you will kill Vice President Andrew Johnson. And I, I will kill the President of the United States. Three shots. Three shots. Three shots. For the Confederacy. For freedom. Welcome to the Kirkwood House. My name is Clint, and I'll be making sure your glass is never empty. Bless you. Whiskey. Any particular kind? The strong kind. Coming right up. I'll take three whiskeys. Put those on my tab. I can pay for my own drinks, Mr. John. Whiskey is better when it's free. What's the occasion? Celebrating the fact that the country is still free. Here you go. Vielen Dank. What room are you in? Why? So you can start a tab. Oh, one, two, six. The man at the desk said I am right above the vice president. One, twenty-six. Got it. Have you seen the vice president? Not tonight. No. Um... You think he's in his room this early? I have no idea, sir. But if you were going to guess... Why do you want to know? You and your friends look familiar. Oh, we just hang around the rich and powerful, is all. Oh? You look familiar. Are you someone to know? I like to think so. But truly, I'm just a servant of the cause. As is everyone. Slave to King Abe. <laughs> Indeed. Here, a toast to independence and the will of man. To the second most powerful man in the land. I have never heard Vice President Johnson call himself that. He would call himself the most popular politician in the country. It is not the president. Did you vote for him? No. No. Me neither. Me either. I'm Clint. Georg. Um, George. You in the army, George? No. I do not like war. A lot of people serve because they hate war. I serve horses. Horses? I paint and fix kitchen uh, carriages. What do you do, Mr. Barker? I serve at the pleasure of the president. I'm his body man. That there is his coachman and footman. Any money in that? Nope. But never have to worry about having work. I get by. Enough to get a room here and to buy a whiskey. Please, another. I do not enjoy whiskey. I enjoy air. Then why the... What time is it? It is 10 o'clock. Intermission for the play next door. Intermission? Shouldn't you be with your man? No need. There's more men there. Nobody would be stupid enough to try and tack him in public like this. We have time for whiskey before the curtain. Then he's alone. I think I heard his bodyguard say he is in his room for the night. Bodyguard? Yeah, over there at the table. That is Bill, 
his body man. The vice president is alone. No. That box is full. He always brings guests. Would you like another round? We don't have that much time. But we can drink fast? Yeah. Where are you from? Donna. In Prussia. When did you come here, George? It is, uh, it, it was 1843. My parents brought us to escape, to be free. We ran. I was eight. Did you serve, Clint? One year. Then I was sent home. I was afraid to get shot. Then I got shot. Now I was more afraid of dying from getting shot. You are one of the lucky ones. I had friends on the other side. I had family there. I moved to Maine before enlisting, but I grew up in Virginia. Now I'm here. You grew up in the South? My entire family. I came to school up north and met someone, and when the war broke out... Why would you not go home? I just believe in uniting the country. I believe in freedom, that all men are equal before the law. Like you. <laughs> like me? Just because you weren't born here doesn't mean you get less rights than me. You pro-slavery, George? I am pro-ending the damn war and getting on with everything. The war will end when the right side wins. Why are you here instead of serving? No sense in getting killed. No sense in killing either. You get used to the killing. Sounds awful. Can I stop and think about what you're doing? If you stop to think about it, you're just giving someone time to take aim at your chest. You fire. You follow that order. You choose to live at the expense of someone else. You choose to make the choice over and over and over until it becomes habit. It is not a good habit. Living is. Living, but living under tyranny? Tyranny. I wake up, I drink coffee, I work. I go home or I go somewhere else and I play cards. Or I go somewhere and drink. All wars are waged under tyranny. And we have a tyrant? Do you think so? I think intermission's almost We over. should get another. Why fight? Why not let the South go? Let them live in peace. Because it was never about peace. It was about putting your foot on the neck of one of God's creatures and telling them you are her master. That is what King Abe says. And what I say, George. And I fought to be able to say that. And I'm not a lover of King Abe either, but... I fought to bring the southern states back together. I fought for reconstruction. I fought for unity. I did not vote for him. I did not fight for him. I fought for you, George. I fought so someone from Prussia could come here and make a life as a part of the United States of America. And after four years, peace is within all of our grasps. And that, that is God's will. You believe the war is really over? Lee surrendered. But he is not the Confederacy. Lee surrendered. The rest is just shouting. But it's not over until the last man's dead. That hasn't happened yet. To the victors. You okay, John? I'm just running late. And run. No, I, I'm... I mean, I should, but I, I, I'm dragging my feet for some reason. 
You truly think the war will continue? There are no winners in this thing. There's only the next decade of rebuilding. You are a good man. Maybe it'll never end. Not until the one who can end it says so. Your charge that's in his box? My charge? He's my assignment. I didn't choose him. Is it not an honor? It's a job. I just do my job. He does his, I do mine. The war goes on. And on and on and on and so many more are slaughtered. For what? Not until the last man dies. That's when a war ends. And that last man is always the most important. It will be over soon, won't it? A new fight's just waiting to start. You don't hear what I hear, see what I see. Trust me. When the battle in Richmond's over, he's got a whole other massacre here in Washington brewing. And if you think he won't hang on to that office with every last bit of strength, you're crazy. Honest, Abe? Emperor Abe. And we're the good men he sends to war. Good men go to war, but they come back damned. Sometimes the damned stay behind too. You want to say hi to the vice president? There he is. Uh, his body man is still over there. Yeah, but he just walked in. Must be looking for a nightcap. Emperor Abe. I need to remember that. History is always on his mind. His place in it. How his face will be perceived by the next generations. What was it like to see the faces of the men you shot? I never saw faces. Just great. If I had to see their faces, I could never pull the trick. That is murder. And patriots are not murderers. But history will be written by him and the simps who wet nurse on him. Even though he says it all the time, it does just take the will of man to do what's necessary to make history. History is important. I never wanted to make history. The history of this war isn't going to be the vice president. It won't be you and me. It'll be the men who died. And I just am glad the killing's almost over. The South will never surrender. Sure they will. We just need men who want it to end. Lee wants it over with. Lincoln wants it over with. Johnson over there wants it over with. The South is beat. The whole country's beat. Time to regroup together. Your face does look familiar. Maybe you saw me on stage. You an actor? I was. What time? Why do you keep asking? I'm late. Not gonna finish your whiskey? You have it. I have. There's something I've been waiting a very long time to do. Then go. Go up and say hello. I bet he would be happy to hear your story. Are you not scared about what happens when the Negroes come? Huh? They've been here. We brought them here. We survived the revolution. We survived the War of 1812. We're finding our way through this. The country's going to be here for a long time. Change is change. When we get through to the other side, we all end up better for it. Same as this. If I'm good at my job, I keep my job. 
If you're good at your horses, you keep them. If the Negroes come up here, more customers for you and me, more help for us, more money for us all. We just have to get through the next little while. Want me to call him over? You speak like everything will be good. It will be. It just won't be tomorrow. But we're getting closer, George. Come on, let me call him over. Godspeed to you. Thank you for the whiskey. Thank you, John. I'll remember your words forever. The rest of your night and your friend's night is on me. Adieu. Thanks, John. Tonight, gents, we drink to the health of John Wilkes Booth. No, please, just, just let him go. God forgive me. What's wrong? I just, I want everything to be over, Clint. I want to go home, to my shop, to work, to be free to live in peace. What's stopping? Nothing. No. No one. I just... History is too big for me, Clint. It is... Gewaltis. Uh, overwhelming. I am just one man who does not know better for you than for himself. I must believe... You're welcome back me. here anytime, George. And if there's anything I can do for you, just let me know. I hope the rest of the world has more people like you than me. He's gone. Yeah. But maybe tomorrow you can talk to him. I think he'll be inspired by your story, George. What you've overcome to be here, build something, no matter how big it is, where else can you do that? Tomorrow. Tomorrow will never come. The president's been shot. What? The president's been shot at Ford's Theater. Bill, get your man. Everyone stay calm. Stay calm, just, just stay here. God forgive us. George, where are you going? To the grave. Thanks for listening to this episode of The Cruelest Month. Written by Matthew Klein. Directed by Kelly Monroe Johnston. Sound design and music by Josh Wilson. Creative producer, Nora Segura Barpal. This episode features the voice talents of Stefan Goldbach as George Azarote, Jay Stratton as John Wilkes Booth, Chad Shevland as David, Matteo Irvin as Lewis, Anthony Leroy Fuller as Clint, and Ronnie Clark as Parker. You can find The Cruelest Month on all social media at The Cruelest Month Podcast. You can support us on Patreon at patreon.com forward slash the superhero podcast. Thanks for listening.